beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look in the five and ten, glistening once again with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store, but the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. Turkeys and gratitude, holiday lights and parades, and some amazing accomplishments by Anderson natives that are getting a lot of attention nationwide. All this and more on the early holiday episode of the Anderson Observer podcast, News from People You Trust. And it has been another great week in Anderson, and the holidays are marching into the county in full force with decorations. If you've been downtown, you've seen them in any towns or cities. I know in Anderson, they're all decorated up. Uh, There's a lot of events going on. There's parades coming up. Ice skating opens up tomorrow night. Tree lightings are coming up. All sorts of things to make the days merry and bright. And, of course, this week's Thanksgiving which will bring a lot of families together around that big turkey. And if you want a great brine recipe you can use for your turkey for Thanksgiving or for too late for that for Christmas, visit the Anderson Observer recipe page on andersonobserver.com and you will see under the food section, you will see that recipe for brine. Make your turkey even more moist and tasty. And if you're looking for a delicious and easy way to enjoy Thanksgiving meal and all the fixings, plus more desserts than any family in this country will put on the table, Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill is the best Thanksgiving buffet in town again this year. We have eaten there as a family before, uh, and it was really amazing. Uh, No surprise that the best restaurant in town would have the best holiday food, and Sullivan's is Anderson's finest and most famous restaurant, the best lunch and dinner food, plus facilities for parties, special events, you know, if you take my word for it, Sullivan's has been chosen as one of the top 100 restaurants in the United States, one of only two in South Carolina, and the other was way down on the coast. And people drive from miles around to eat at Sullivan's. It's really one of the few places in Anderson that people from Greenville regularly drive over to dine and eat at. So we really appreciate Bill Nickerson and his wife Sabres taking that chance when they started Sullivan's downtown Anderson 20 years ago when things were really dead. And that bold move and amazing food kicked off the revitalization of downtown and downtown has really experienced that rebirth around Sullivan's and grown out, and we owe them a debt of thanks. So if you haven't been there lately, their menu has some new items to offer, as well as the old favorites and, of course, the desserts that are superior to any sweets anywhere. And you can have that same great food at your wedding, party, corporate event, family event with Sullivan's Caters, which is not only tastier, but more affordable than any other cater in the area. If you don't believe it, check their prices. And you can check them out on Facebook at Sullivan's Caters or at Sullivan'sCaters.com. You can also check out Sullivan's Metro Grill online or at Sullivan's at Facebook, and you will find all about it. And don't forget, tell them you heard about it on the Anderson Observer Podcast, where they have been a sponsor for the last several years. We really appreciate that. And since this is a time of year we set aside specifically to consider our many blessings, I had recorded a series of interviews with local folks on why gratitude is important. And that full series, the video of them, can be seen at Anderson County's TV channel if you have charter. Or if not, you can look at the Anderson County Media YouTube site. You can just go to Media... Uh, to YouTube and look up Anderson County Media and you will be able to see all of them. There's 10 of them total. But I wanted to include a couple here. Uh, The first one is with Mayor Terrence Roberts. And I wanted to include him here for a couple of reasons. He's had a challenging year and he had some insights on gratitude in a new way. And it's also always good to catch up with our mayor who has now been here for well over a decade. So so Mayor Roberts and I talked about gratitude and Thanksgiving. Here's what he had to say. A lot right now I'm grateful for my health. You know, because I had, um, 
had a lot of people be in the right place at the right time and did good things for me. And so uh, that's one thing I'm grateful for in, in my family. You know, sometimes when you you scare your people who love you and, um, and, and they come in and, and they get around you. And so we have a new pers- I think a lot of my immediate family, my kids, uh, my brothers, parents, my wife, we all have a, a different um, appreciation for everything right now. Well, I think we all have to believe in something, you know, whatever uh, your belief system is, uh, whatever uh, religion you practice, um, there has to be some type of higher being that that we uh, are grateful for. And I think part of gratitude has to do with uh, living in that moment and being able to think that um, the, the reasons that we're all put on this earth to do things and, and from a higher calling and um, whether it's um, your belief in, in God or um, uh, whatever the belief system that you have I think you know part of gratitude has to go into the the higher calling your your belief system I think you know I talk a lot about the the whole idea of service in, in your community and, and you know I, I think we all need to understand that we need to give back and that's the you know that's the rent you pay for a room on this earth and if you're grateful for your situation, you've got to give back to the bigger community, especially in this, this time that, that we live in right now. Um, there's, there's a lot of uncertainty, you know, and, and there are a lot of people who are apprehensive about a lot of different things. And so part of that give back, part of that thing that you've got to be able, um, do some of the heavy lifting for people who can't um, do for themselves and as a community, we have to be in, in that mode right now. You know, the, the things that we, we, that I believe that, that we need to do or, you know, we're right on Main Street and, you know, when I look up and down, um, I, I, I call it our, our quarter of, of help. Um, and, and I'll start on South Murray Street with Anderson, uh, the Anderson Interfaith Ministries, you know, and I can uh, come up to uh, the soup kitchen where you uh, need help. Uh, people, um, the soup kitchen is a, a group of, of leaders and, and we keep losing them. They're the older. Um, we lost Mac Lester several years ago. When I look at that group, there aren't a whole lot of young people in that group. And they feed people every day, and they give them a, uh, a meal uh, on Saturday and a meal that's a non-perishable sandwich for Sunday. So that's very important. Uh, I'll go on up the street, and we've got the Haven Arrest. And right across the street from that, we've got the Salvation Army. And both organizations, they do similar things, but they do different things. Um, I, 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 I like the Lot Project that is right there um, um, coordinating with the Salvation Army and the Haven Arrest, and that's important. 
and you know the the um, meals on wheels. You know they. Um, uh, I get an opportunity uh, once a year doing uh, their mayors and national mayors um, meals on wheels, where we actually ride with volunteers um, that that do their routes. Um, I've, I've ridden uh, with some 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 folks over the years, uh, Winford Green at Anderson University, um, I, I, um, uh, Scott Junkins, um, and, and Scott and, and his team, they share a route, you know, at Harris Carpets. And so, you know, those are people, uh, uh, they need drivers, and they need people in the kitchen, they need volunteers, and they, um, they deliver to people who... Uh, it's not only even the meals. It's sometimes, you know, we have a lot of uh, people, seniors, who live by themselves. And what I've noticed over the years is just the, the ministry, you know, just the interaction between one human to another human. It might be their only interaction with someone during the course of a day. And so Meals on Wheels is an important organization, too. And I guess my final stop of, of my quarter is um, um, Clean Start. You know, and we're, you know, it's a, a, a organization that was formed by um, St. Mary's Church and that leadership, but then we have other people in it right now. But, you know, there, there are a lot of people who just need to take a shower and wash their clothes that, that are homeless. And so um, if, you, um, if you want to give back during this season, um, I would say you go right, you know, a block off of Main Street, and it's right there. Um, more than a decade, 12 years, that's like 72 doggy years. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, it's it's been very rewarding for me in the fact that I get to continue something. Uh, I mean, my brothers talk about this a lot. You know, my dad came here in 1951. Uh, my mom grew up here. Um, they met when she was in high school they got married um, they uh, touched a lot of different people through education and sports uh, during the course of their career and uh, we feel lucky to uh, be part of that uh, I've got three younger brothers uh, uh, probably more noticeably publicly is my baby brother he's the principal of Westside but my other two brothers we we uh, everybody gives back, and uh, and it was an example that that through both of them in very humble ways um, that they taught us, you know, the value of, of of giving back to your community. And I do appreciate the mayor taking time to talk about it, and also giving back to the community. There were a lot of other folks interviewed for this. If you want to check it out, uh, again, you can look at Anderson County Media on the YouTube station. Um, there are, uh, I talked to Christy Dunnadame and Lori at Mills on Wheels, uh, and I talked to a number of other folks in the community who are making a difference, so you can check all those videos out there. But I also wanted to include that I talked to the sheriff, and I thought what he had to say was a really good, succinct uh, interview about gratitude and why he's grateful for his first year as the sheriff of Anderson County. Man, there's so many things I, sh I can be grateful for. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm first and foremost grateful to the Lord. The Lord's been really good to me and my family. Uh, you know, it's just 
God has really uh, showed up and, and provided for us and has given us some comfort too and, and some rough times. Uh, but just so thankful for him. Th- so thankful for my wife and my, my girls, my children. I live in a house full of women, so, uh, you know, uh, but I love all my girls and uh, so thankful for them and uh, their, their love and affection and, but, but, you know, their support. Um, because this is, this job certainly has been tough, and uh, so I just appreciate them keeping the home squared away and and uh, what they do for me. And you know, I'd have to say I'm so thankful for my my people here at the sheriff's office. Uh, these folks are just uh, killing it. You know, they're they're doing a great job. They're working so hard, and uh, and not for bravado or or you know gratitude, but I'm so grateful and. and for them because they, they're the ones that are truly out here on the front lines making it happen. You know, gratitude is important because uh, we have so much to be thankful for in this country and never in a time have I seen it, the country so divided, uh, just, you know, I'm almost 40 years old and it's been uh, some tumultuous times in our country and but people really have to, they really need to sit back and look and say, man, this, I'm really blessed. We're really blessed to be here in this country. Uh, you know, the, uh, the opportunities, um, you know, people, when it comes down to it, there's still, there's still so much good in people. And I, I see it every day, people trying to help people. And uh, not just law enforcement officers. I see real people out there on the streets trying to help other people. And, um, you know, and that's, that's what it's all about. And so I'm, I'm grateful to live where I live. I'm grateful for this county, uh, grateful for this state and, and uh, where we sit in the United States. So very grateful for that. Gratitude is a very important uh, trait that we need to instill in our children too. Uh, because in a world now with uh, the new generation is me, 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 and you know, give me more, give me more, and they, they need to learn uh, gratitude and uh, to be thankful for what others do for them and have done before them. I want to thank Chad McBride for taking time. I know he's got a, it's a busy time of year for him. And they have just put out a list of things to be cautious about, be alert. Uh, we'll go over that next week. I'll talk to somebody at the Sheriff's Department and talk a little bit about ways to avoid getting scammed or robbed during the holidays. This is a bad time of year for break-ins and other things. So we appreciate the Sheriff and the Mayor talking about gratitude. And it is that time of year when we're all thinking about what we're thankful for, not just for the past year, but in general. And we are, uh, I know I'm thankful to be a part of this community. It's been a, it's a really special place. And it's a special place for a lot of reasons, and, and this time of year really highlights it. Thanksgiving will have the a place for those who are alone or in need. There, there are at least two places in Anderson County offering free meals to, to large groups of people. The Haven Arrest, of course, has their annual community Thanksgiving lunch, which feeds more than 2,500 local residents every year. They take some plates to shut-ins. And it's too late to donate food for the, this one, but there's still plenty of time to contribute hams or money for their Christmas meal, and they can always use um, volunteers for... Clean up Thursday. A lot of people want to serve. Nobody wants to stick around and clean up. If you want to go help them clean up, I know they'd love to have another set of hands out there. And also for the third year in a row, Cam's Cafe in Iva is offering a free Thanksgiving meal to those who are alone or in need during the Thanksgiving season. They uh, definitely take um, uh, this really seriously, and they people have donated throughout the year, and they take food to shut-ins and do a lot of other things. So we really appreciate that. And, of course, Anderson County Councilman Ray Graham owns the cafe, and he was very reluctant to talk to me or take credit about this good deed. But I kind of talked him into it, uh, telling me a little bit about it after last night's county council meeting. 
But y'all are doing a, com a community meal Thanksgiving. We, we are. We've, we've done, this is the third year we've done this. Um, our family, is, and we've got a restaurant now, it's uh, Cam's Cafe, and uh, the, through the community support, <clears throat> through our customers, I mean, we've, we've been blessed. Um, and in doing so, it's just our way of giving back to the community each year. Um, three years ago, uh, my wife's brother was uh, battling cancer. And um, what we did was uh, we, we chose to do that just to uh, show the community that we, we're, we're thankful for what they do for us and kind of give something back. But in doing so, what we did was uh, just put a donation jar up. Uh, I don't have the numbers, but uh, basically we took donations. Uh, it was strictly you come in, you ate your food there, you got it to go. Uh, we fixed everything in the go plates, kind of kept it simple. But basically gave people uh, opportunity to uh, to uh, have a Thanksgiving meal that wasn't able to elsewhere. Uh, and uh, we also done some uh, deliveries to uh, some of the shut-ins. And uh, whenever we were well, and uh, we, we ended up raising some money and basically gave uh, a don gave the donation uh, that we'd raised that day to uh, the uh, Anderson uh, Cancer uh, Society. Uh, went on the following year, this past year, we uh, basically done the same thing again. Uh, it increased a little bit more on the dinners, a uh, little bit better donations. We ended up giving that money uh, to uh, the Gideon's camp uh, down in the Star Ive area. Uh, my wife uh, lost her brother this past year, uh, well, actually this year, uh, to uh, cancer. Uh, and uh, during the last days, uh, he, he ended up going to hospice and uh, just extremely uh, good folks over there. I mean, they, they really, not, not only did they provide him the care that he needed, uh, they also provided care to the family. Uh, you know, we, we all knew that we had to accept the fact that it, you know, it, it wasn't looking good, but in doing so, it, it kind of gave everyone, uh, uh, I guess, just a peace of mind. Uh, it was, uh, it, it's very obvious. I mean, it, it was a Christian-based uh, place, uh, which meant a lot to us. Uh, and I mean, just couldn't ask for better care. And uh, any, anyway, in doing so, uh, our, our family chose uh, hospice uh, uh, the Rainy House uh, for this year for our, our fundraiser, and um, we, we've already got uh, several uh, donations toward that, and uh, you know, we'll do so until uh, till the weekend, and we're actually serving the Thanksgiving meal uh, at our cafe at 604 East Front Street uh, Thursday from uh, 10 to 2. Uh, we, uh, some local churches, some of the local groups comes out and helps us for us. Uh, uh, you know, dipping the dinners and providing as far as whether it's delivering the meals or whatever the case might be. But uh, we basically go out and uh, uh, serve the food, no cost, uh, don't ask questions, doesn't care if, uh, if, if it's a need there or if you're just coming to socialize or if you're just coming to eat. Uh, regardless of the fact, we, we want you to come out uh, and uh, we, we look forward to serving you. And it's just our way of giving back to the community. Talk about socializing. When people on Thanksgiving, if somebody doesn't have somewhere to go, it's probably a good community event for people who just need to be around people. It, it truly is, uh, and, and a lot of times, especially, uh, and, you know, some of your uh, individuals, and, and it's it's really not even age based. I mean, some of the individuals uh, that live by themselves or whatever, or might have family uh, off in other state or other uh, parts of the country or whatever. It, it, you know, it gives them opportunity to come up and, you know. Uh, it, 
it's hard to manage it. It's something to be thankful for when you're sitting there by yourself. So it, it gives them an opportunity to kind of uh, get out and socialize and, and realize there's people that cares about it. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we're so blessed, you know, not only on our business, uh, but the friendship that, uh, that uh, we've acquired uh, as far as uh, at the cafe. I mean, there, there's people eat in there every single day. Uh, and uh, we, we are family. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's not by blood, but I mean, we see each other every day. We we know our, uh, each other's uh, good things and bad things that's going on in their lives. Very close knit community down there, uh, and uh, you know, it, it, we look back. I mean, I, I was talking to a friend last night, and I mean, you know, there's been a lot goes on that has went on uh, down in District Three, Star Island, Belton area. Uh, over the past few months, seems like I mean, uh, kind of seems like the monkey's on our back. I mean, we just can't shake it. Uh, we had a young man that was in the wreck yesterday. As a fireman with the uh, Star Fire Department, uh, went to school with my son. I mean, uh, could not ask for a better young man. I mean, does a lot for the community. He he truly has a given heart. Uh, yesterday when he got to the hospital after the wreck, I mean, they they were saying that he was probably going to be paralyzed uh, from chest down. Uh, had some good news today, and you know, I'm comfortable in saying this through prayer in our community. I mean, we, our community has rallied together and praying for this young man, praying for his family, and uh, I'm comfortable to say that. I mean, he's, it's looking like it's not going to be as bad as originally thought, and all. Uh, you know, it's through God's grace. But I mean, uh, we we get a lot of monkeys on our back, but in the same respect, I mean, we're uh, we're truly blessed in our uh, community with the friendship that uh, we share as well. Well, I appreciate you doing that for the community, right? I'm glad Thanks, to do man. it. We definitely appreciate doing it. Thanks. And as I said, we do appreciate all that everybody's doing in this community, those who are volunteering tomorrow, those who contributed, those who are just taking care of their own families that are in need and, and need some help, and also just taking time to give thanks. But it's always great to see community reaching out to the less fortunate. Uh, all A lot of other holiday events are already kicking in as well. The Carolina Wren uh, park ice skating rink is now open. It's a really nice setup event. But there's really kind of cool, pretty, a lot of music, and thousands upon thousands of folks from more than a dozen states, really more than that, I think 30-something states, have actually skated into town to try it, try it out in past years. So you might want to get down there. Um, it'll be open from now until the first of the year, and the hours will increase And after school starts back. You can check them out on Facebook and find out all their hours and the details. Same with Lights of Hope, which kicks off Thursday night. Uh, Anderson's Christmas light tradition, Lights of Hope, it's not only beautiful and really a meaningful time for a lot of folks, it's, a, it's for a good cause as well, and the proceeds always go to local charities. Uh, I've had some hiccups this year and some other things, and I know the city ATAX money has not come through again. So I know uh, I talked to Ben Phillips, who has made sure this event happens and helps those in need since the very beginning, more than a decade ago, and he was challenging local businesses to advertise in their program, which they give out about 25 plus thousand every year and they update them every week and for a hundred dollars you can put a coupon in or your event and if you collect those coupons and send them back to ben he will send you fifty dollars cash so you're really only you're getting free advertising for fifty dollars it'll also track how well people are spending money in the local area i do know they've said the hotel um, uh, rates or hotel uh, occupations up during this time of year but also the local restaurants around the um Lights of Hope, which is out near the Civic Center. You can't miss it. It's on Civic Center Boulevard. Uh, you will, uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard, I, I get those confused. It runs right in front of the, front of the Civic Center. Uh, but you, you won't be able to miss it at night. It's beautiful. Uh, the lights are looking really good and it's very meaningful. And I talked to Ben really quick about this year's event and why it continues to be an important part of Anderson's Christmas traditions. Ben, tell me about uh, 
uh, the setup here for, for the lights. So how many lights and what are, what are the displays people are going to see and how long does it take to set up and that kind of thing? It will take volunteers from the various agencies that help us right here at Lights of Hope that will be, we'll donate back to them. Uh, it takes us about 30 ideal days to set this up. Um, unfortunately, the calendar is shorter this year. We've got less amount of time before Thanksgiving, so we'll end up with about 21 days of setup time. But we managed to, we managed to pull it off. 45 acres of land over here, 2.5 miles of roadway. It's amazing because we're going to light both sides of the roadway with Christmas lights. They're C9s. And then we'll have the C7s on the various displays. And then the little lights on the ground, those are mini lights. They're about that big. Uh, over 3.5 million lights. We quit counting at that point. I just... We're done. That's a lot of lights. Right. And how many how many hands does it take to do this? I mean, you talk about having volunteers. I know that's a hard question, but well, over the years, we've I'm a numbers person. Okay. I, cr I crunch uh -huh. numbers. It takes uh, right at 1,200 man hours just to set it up. That's a lot of people and a lot of times. And since none of us get paid, Dennis and I, this is what we do. We enjoy. We do Christmas. Uh, and thoroughly enjoy. It. This is our way of giving back to the community. And Anderson is a wonderful, wonderful place. And people that are new to Anderson, when they come in, they're greeted with a smiling face and they're greeted by people that are working with other charities here in town. So they get to meet them. So the, there's always that making new friends thing that we have here in, at the lights. It's one of our mottos and slogans that we have out here is come out and meet some new friends. Uh, there's always something new out here. We'll change the lights up in where we place them. We'll, we've got new stuff every year. Uh, this year we've got a surprise. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. They'll figure it out when they get here. But we've got a brand new stage, too, in the village. We've had a leaky tent for the past eight years, and that's where all the entertainment was. And we couldn't have entertainment on misty nights because it would drip on them. So Home Depot and uh, the friends got together, and we got the donations, and we built us a huge stage. Evie Claire from America's Got Talent is going to be here on December the 9th. Just one of every night of entertainment out here. Nice thing about it. It's free in the village. You don't pay an additional fee to come and hear the concerts. Your $10 donation gets you in. The $10 donation, you go, wow, that's a lot of money. If you go to every other light show in the upstate, it's $25 and $30 to get in. Then they're going to charge you $4 for a cup of hot chocolate. They're going to charge you all this astronomical amounts to do everything else. Our hot chocolate has been a dollar since the day we opened. It will always be a dollar. You can get s'mores and marshmallows. It's going to cost you a dollar. It's $10 to get in, and until the day that I die or quit doing this, the uh, price will be $10 to get in. We want this to be affordable to families so everybody can get a chance to come see the lights. Okay, and well, let, me do, let me go ahead and ask you this. How long have you been doing this, man? How long have you been involved in this? I've been involved for 18 years. Dennis has been involved for 18 years. The secret is that's as Anderson Lights of Hope. Before that, it was owned by Easter Seals, and we both volunteered with Easter Seals for three to four years within that. So this is the 24th year of operation. We're saying 20 years we've been doing Christmas lights. It's so much fun. You just you have no idea how much joy we get out of this. Well, talk, walk me through. If somebody decides, hey, you've never been before, or I'm new to Anderson, I'm driving in, I turn in, what, what, are, what can they expect to see this year? Our, our joke is you turn right to get in and you turn right to get out. Uh, other than that, it's NASCAR. You turn to the left, and everywhere you go in here, you just keep turning to the left, and you, you'll enjoy all the Christmas lights. We mix it up every year. So this year, Old Man Winter is going to greet everybody as they come in into the gate. Uh, you'll see the various displays as you come down through there. We mix it up. We have traditional lights, and then we have religious lights. 
Uh, people go, you still do that? Yes, we do. There is a reason for it. And the manger will always be where it always is. It's the prime location here in the park, and that's the reason that we're here. Um, we change up Toyland. We move the, everything around, so it's different every year. So um, they'll see uh, religious displays. You talked about they can see Santa. Just, just give me some idea what parents or groups bringing things here will see as they drive through. If you come in a bus and let, let's say, uh, and we encourage all the senior citizen centers, the veterans homes and stuff like that, bring your buses. That's perfectly fine. We got a reduced rate for you to, to get in. Uh, that way you can bring them out multiple times and it doesn't cost you a lot of money to do that. Um, you're going to see a, a train, you're going to see a ballerina, you're going to see Toyland, you're going to see soldiers. Uh, and there's a lot of animated display. Our castle is over 30 feet tall. It's our tallest display that we have here. And it has an animated snowbank that goes along with that. You'll see a waving snowman and, and as you get ready to leave, Santa Claus will wave at you as you're going out the gate. There's over 120 displays out here, so it's kind of hard to list every one of them, but trust me, that we keep adding to it. You'll be surprised each year. Do you have any favorite stories over the years of things that have happened out here at the Lights of Hope that really were Christmassy or really warmed your heart? Or Oh, I've had people, every year someone comes out here and proposes, that, which is really cool. Uh, we've had a couple of marriages out here underneath the ice castle. That was perfectly fine. Um, I've had several occasions where people were just they come in and you can look and see it on their faces. They're just not happy. They're, they're not having a good year. And when they leave, they're happy and jolly. And they'll, they'll, they'll write us thank you letters. Thank you. You made our Christmas. It, it, things weren't going well. Um, we had, and I'm trying to think what year it was. It was back when we went to Darwin Wright Park. Um, a lady got to meet her children for the first time. And she hadn't seen them in like eight years. Well, the first time that she, before she left, they were all at Darwin Wright Park at the Christmas lights. So they, they reunited back at the Christmas lights. There's all those kind of fun stories that go along. There's always there's always that heartwarming Christmas story. We've had a few sad stories, but those are the heartwarming stories. And you mentioned this is one of Anderson's uh, premier events and, and Christmas traditions that's been going on a long time. 24 years we've been doing this uh, here in Anderson. That and the uh, Midnight Flight, I think, is the other uh, major event. We've got uh, the Mistletoe Market, which is excellent. It's going on this weekend, unfortunately, at uh, the uh, museum. But people need to go, go see that. Anderson has so many different events throughout the year. Celebrate Anderson, um, the Veterans Parade. People just need to go and... and attend these and those people that are new to Anderson let me tell you something look check your paper check the website the county website and the city website look at the pages because you will find something to do every weekend here in Anderson now this is just you tell me if this is something you want to do or not is there anybody you want to particularly thank that would be good for you to thank publicly oh if I had to start thanking people individually for um, everything that they've con contributed to this thing we would be on TV for the next three weeks naming everything that people have done. I can say thank you, first of all, to everybody in Anderson County. That Y'all make this happen. And without you, it won't happen. The leaders of the county, the leaders of the cities, they help as, as much. Thank you. I mean, there's, like I said, we could go for days thanking individual people. But yes, that's, that's the easiest way. Just thank you. And, and throughout the year, Go to the different agencies and you'll hear how we help them and then they help you and then the circle just goes round and round and round. What have I not asked you, Ben? What am I missing? 
Anything? It's not going to be the end at of least, it. At least no you one. didn't ask me how old I was. I'm, I'm getting it. <laughs> 16 at heart. I'm still running you out. Oh, I know. We, uh, um, two things. Reemphasize all the money goes to charity and the hours and when, when it kicks off. and Because we'll probably do a quick commercial and try to get it up next week just to this kind of stuff. Okay. Where's the stage at over there, by the way? It's that great big green building. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll go and get a shot of it. But, um, yeah, just, you know, make sure people. Okay. Anderson Lights of Hope is open Monday through Sunday. We're open Thanksgiving through Christmas. We open at 5.30 every day, no matter if it's raining. Only if the power's out do we not do we close. And we close at 10 o'clock or when the last child sees Santa. Okay. Um, and the charities. I mean, what, I mean, do you want to mention them or just say all the money, all the proceeds? Kind the, chari- of? The, the, the charities that do... Uh, I just, want, I just want people when people pay and just kind of let them know where the money's going. I guess that's my. If remember. they go to the website, you can go to AndersonChristmasLights.com. If you go on the very bottom of the first page, you'll see all the charities listed right down there. There's 10 charities total that we're helping out this year. Some of the returning charities that have been here since day one with us, the Cancer Association of Anderson, the Free Clinics Back, Habitat for Humanities here. Um, some of the schools, Astro Club still still here, Beta Club still here. There's so many that are still here from day one, and we really appreciate it. We are going to miss, unfortunately, Anderson speech and hearing. Uh, Doc Brandon is not feeling well this year, and Angela broke her leg right before midnight flight. Two of their big people over there. Uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We'd love to see you out here, but I think Santa might just have a thank you gift just because you miss it, and we'll see you next year. I do want to say um, they need sponsorships out there. Um, they uh, are looking for some local businesses. They didn't get any ATAX funds from the city this year, so they are looking for some local businesses who would be willing to buy ads in the programs. And for $100, you can get those. Those programs will go out to over 25,000 people uh, through the year. And if you spend $100, then put a coupon or add in people that, that visit their establishments will tell them or give them the coupon and send it back to Ben, he'll give you $50 back. Consider uh, contributing to Lights of Hope, and they could use your help. And if nothing else, just take some carloads out there multiple times. Take your relatives if they're visiting. It's really nice. I saw them setting it up, and I've been out there, and I've shot some pictures and some video of it, and it's really nice this year. It's a nice drive through there, and it's a really good time to celebrate Christmas. And, of course, Santa will be there. So it is a great way to spend the holidays and help others and enjoy those lights at the same time if you're a Christmas person. And if you're not a Christmas person, this is going to be a tough time of year for you. <laughs> Starting next week, that's all you're going to hear. On December 1st is the annual downtown Christmas tree lighting. It's scheduled right there on the square. And it's always a fun event, and everybody's there. There are some new decorations and some surprises, and there'll be a contest in the Anderson Observer, news from people you trust. So you might want to keep an eye on the Observer this weekend. You'll find out what the prizes are. supposed to be some pretty good prizes in the grab bag. So, But I hope to see you all downtown at this annual celebration. I like to take the family down. People like to go down. And, of course, the annual downtown Christmas parade follows the Sunday after that on the 3rd. And it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, downtown Anderson. Hope good, good weather this year. Other parades have also dates set. And the only one I don't have right now is Townville. But the ones I do have, December 2nd, Honey Pass is at 11 a.m. December 2nd, Belton's is at 3.30 p.m. December 9th, Piedmont's is at 11 a.m. December 9th, Ivas is at 2 p.m. December 9th, Williamston's is at 3 p.m. And December 10th, Pendleton is at 2 p.m. So if you uh, are a parade person, you can catch almost all of them. You might have trouble getting to Piedmont, Iva, and Williamston on the same day. But there's a lot of good parades, and a lot of these communities have been planned. And it's a great time to, for the kids to get out and march in their 
scout uniforms, their bands can go, and it's just a good time for community. It's one of those old community touchstones that continues every year. It kind of holds us together. It helps us remember how things work. Start thinking about Christmas gifts, and I will highly recommend uh, the book by an Anderson native who is helping spread the word about how great Anderson is, what a great place it is to the rest of the world. People all over the country are wanting to know more about Anderson because of this book. And she is Anderson native Bryn McLean. She's author of One Good Mama Bone. And she will be the featured guest on the next podcast next week on the Anderson Observer Podcast News from People You Trust and talking about her novel. And there's also going to be uh, a, a launch of her, her um, paperback version at McDowell's Book Emporium coming up. So you might want to keep an eye out on Facebook, McDowell's Book Emporium for that. That'll be next week as well. The novel's set in Anderson during the 1940s and 50s, and there are so many familiar names and places in this really fine novel. It's really enjoyable. You'll really enjoy the family names, the business names, all the places if you grew up here. And again, it'll make a great Christmas gift. And I mentioned in the interview, which we'll play next week in the Anderson Observer podcast, News from People You Trust, there's an audio version of the book that she reads, and she does a tremendous job with the characterizations and the voices on that. So you can check that out on Audible or Amazon or wherever you, if you listen to audiobooks. Well, the subject of another book featuring an Anderson native is also a good bet for Christmas gift. On Tuesday of next week, Anderson uh, author Catherine Smith is going to interview Anderson native Jewel Esmacher. I knew I was going to mess that name up. At the Anderson County Library at 10 a.m. And Esmacher is one of the women who's included in the book Code Girls, the untold story of American women code breakers of World War II. And I've looked through that book so far. And it's a really good and interesting book, and her story is very very interesting, and I'm sure uh, Catherine, who's excellent at interviewing people, will make that a very uh, good holiday event to get out. And, of course, right, rounding out the holiday schedule are a number of Christmas productions and a little something for everyone. The Market Theater is presenting us a wonderful life, a live radio play December 1st through the 17th, and there has been a lot of buzz about how much fun they're having getting that together, and I hope to see it. And the Middletown Players are putting on Holly Jolly, a tuna Christmas, December 1st through the 17th, which should be hilarious. And I'd love to get over to see that, too. I, I, there's so many things going on now. And finally, the Electric City Playhouse will produce Truman Capote's A Christmas Memory, December 8th through the 11th. If you're not familiar with this story or his book, A Thanksgiving Memory, I, I, I highly recommend you find those books and read them. I think you'll like it. The Christmas Memory is set in rural Alabama during the 1930s, and it's fascinating to read about him as a little boy growing up in the country with his aunt. And I'm going to close out this episode of the Anderson Observer Podcast, News from People You Trust with another Thanksgiving gratitude interview with an old friend of mine, Wanda Johnson, uh, Anderson's finest, most famous blues singer. She's sung all over the world, open for people like B.B. King and a lot of other people in, in Europe and all around the globe. And we, uh, if you know Wanda, you know how infectious she is. And she sat down and talked to me the other day about gratitude, and we were just talking about all the wonderful things in this community, and it was really good to see her again. And so we'll finish out the Thanksgiving part of this week's Anderson Observer podcast with a discussion on gratitude with Wanda Johnson. Obviously grateful for, fam for family. Um, my family uh, is super important to me. You know, last year we just went through the death of my mama. And so um, my eight sisters and I really, really banded together uh, in a whole new way, in a totally different season, about mid-2016 on into when she passed away in February. Um, and she died very suddenly and unexpectedly. Um, but having lost her father in 2008, and then her getting sick in 2016, it changed our lives. So all of us had to step up 
in a totally new way. Um, we closed down the whole house so we don't have a home base you know, anymore. So many things changed. But I learned a lot about each of my sisters. And I learned that we are even more tightly connected than even I ever realized. I'm very thankful for that. Super thankful for the love and the care of friends. And, and in my mind, I call it the unknown love and care of your friends. Um, sometimes you don't really know just how, how cared for you are until somebody just unexpectedly shows up or does something that is so amazing to you and you're like, well, they did that for me. Um, this year, there was a big, big, big piece of that shown in my life. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in the public a lot and a lot of people know my name and I'm either singing or doing something else, but it's totally different when there are people that are behind the scenes that really, really know the ins and outs of you. And they know the things that, that cause you pain and they know the things that make you truly happy. Um, and you know, when my, when my mama died, the day of her going home service, I was so in awe at the people in this community that showed up at the church. Um, judges, bosses from Columbia, bosses from down in, in Charleston came to this little church for an hour service. Uh, I was amazed. You know, there was, I was just so amazed. And I'm very, very thankful for that. I tell people all the time, you really don't have to scream from the highest mountain. You don't. All you really need to do is just be you. Just do you. Do it in all sincerity. Be you in the, in the most truthful way that you can be. And sometimes that's tough because it's sometimes hard to be truthful and honest with ourselves. But when you do that, it, it kind of does come back to you. Um, so I am very thankful for that unknown the love of the, un, the unknown love of people. Kind of weird way to put it, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, like you said, you've been a part of this for a long time. Uh, are you grateful to be a part of this community? This has, been a, this has been a special community for you. Absolutely am. Um, I've always been in Amster County, which is good. But, you know, starting with the music in 1994, 95, and, and always being here, but always being supported no matter if it's the, you know, the daytime gig with, with probation and parole. I've always had the, the support from my superiors in that agency, all 16 years that I've been there. And I'm very, very thankful for that. I've been able to, to live the dream, if you will, being able to tour and travel the world, but still have that daytime job. That is so important to have. Um, it's just me. So ain't nobody paying them bills but me. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, but also, as time has gone on, people in the community supporting me when I go abroad. I totally and completely realize, and I've never made a secret of it, that no matter where I'm at, I'm always representing home. You can't get away from that. It's the way I was raised. You are always representing home. So wherever I go, I take every bit of this with me. And I've always had the support of people at home. I've kind of said over the years, it's one thing, I can be in France, I can be in some other countries and people just screaming my name and loving what I'm doing. But if you don't have that same thing in your own backyard, 
love that so, so good. So I've been very fortunate in that, and I am thankful, you know, for the support of my community. I've had it, and I'm very thankful for it. Don't take it for granted. I don't take it for granted at all. As, as cheesy as this may sound, there is a very simple song that um, I learned like back in the 80s, kind of back in the beginning of the, of the contemporary Christian music move. Um, but it piggybacked on a song that I grew up singing in the, in the Black Baptist Church. We used to sing this song that simply said, thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you. And it's basic, you know, thank you for the food on the table, thank you for the clothes in my mouth, for the people that love me. And um, as I got older, another song came into to play in my life. And it's pretty simple, and it just says, give thanks with a grateful heart. You know, um, give thanks to the Holy One, give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his son. But the bestest, bestest part of that song for me um, there are a couple of lines in it that say, now, And now let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. It's such a simple, 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 simple song. But it says everything, particularly if you're a believer. And I realize that we live in a world where people have different faiths and different beliefs. But coming from my background and being of the Christian faith, um, that means a lot to me. If I can be thankful for the smallest of the smallest of the smallest of things, which I think is important. You know, our mamas taught us and our daddies taught us, you know this, to say thank you. We were taught to say please and thank you, these things. Even when, I'm a, when I go abroad, these are some of the first things that I want to learn how to say. Thank you is one of the first words I want to learn how to say if I go into another country. I want to learn how to say good morning or hello. I want to know how to say please and I want to say thank you. Those are critical, critical words to know. It doesn't matter where you come from, in any country. It's so important. Because that little bit says a lot. It says a lot about where your heart is. And when you come from a place of gratitude, people can know and people can see, I believe, when people are sincerely thankful, when people are sincerely grateful and appreciative. Um, and it goes a long way. I just think it goes a long way. I know just from being thankful to folks in my life. The return, not that I'm even seeking a return, but just being there and saying, I appreciate what you do for me. Man, people, I promise you, people will show up for you in your time of need. They will show up for you because they remember that. I know I remember it. It's huge. It's a huge thing. Well, that's about it for this week's Anderson Observer Podcast, news from people you trust. In this episode, I want to thank all my guests. I want to thank the mayor and the sheriff and Councilman Ray Graham and Wanda and um, Ben Phillips and all the things that good people are doing in this community to make this place a better place to work and live and raise our kids and raise our families and just enjoy life because it's the time of year when we all do need to sit down and look at the gratitude. Uh, some of us have had 
good years. Some of us have had tough years, but it is a time to measure gratitude, and we all can find things in our lives that can generate gratitude, and gratitude is one of those things that, that fuels our souls. So I hope you can find something this week to be thankful for, and if you can't, then I hope somebody will bless you this week and help you find a new look on gratitude as we move into the, the rest of the holidays. And that is it for the Thinking God podcast. Remember, next week we have Anderson author Bryn McLean and talking about her book, One Good Mama Bone. And I suggest that you uh, pay attention to that one. Look it up on Amazon or, or, or Audible or, wherever you, or local bookstores, wherever you get your books. So until next time, get out and do something to make Anderson a better place. And happy Thanksgiving. Count my blessings instead of sheep And I fall asleep Counting my blessings When my bankroll is getting small I think of when I had none at all I fall asleep Counting my blessings I think about a nursery And I picture curly heads And one by one I count them As they slumber in their beds If you're worried and you can't sleep Just count your blessings instead of sheep And you'll fall asleep Counting your blessings